This week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with Scott McLaughlin, the Volvo driver who is dominant in Phillip Island, and he's on his way to Scandinavia to do some racing over there. I hope you'll stay with us. Scott McLaughlin joins us on the line after Phillip Island and a fantastic result. First time, Scott, you have inverted supercars, won two races consecutively, and on top of that, you sort of certainly clean swept the meeting. Yeah, it was, um, look at him today, it was a massive result only for myself and my team. And, um, yeah, couldn't be more prouder than everyone at GRM, I think. It's uh, um, yeah, my new middle step. And, what we want to do and that's to compete for the championship and uh, you know so I would really you know, put our foot down. So when you sat down with the engineers here uh, in the debrief what did you work out you did differently? Um, look we always knew that we were probably going to be there or thereabouts at, at this track we, we, we knew we had a fast car there and and all that sort of stuff so we weren't too worried about the pace. It was more just, you know, making sure we got all the strategy right. The boys' pit stops were good, and the stuff that we had tried um, since we were last there in November, um, you know, if that would work. And you know, we ticked all those boxes. I mean, pit stops were great, and the boys' strategy was awesome, and the stuff that we tried worked good. So, um, yeah, it was probably one of our quicker ones, but we definitely got through what we needed to get through. Mm. And. Moff was quick as well, so that's always a good sign when both cars are in that top ten, top five. Yeah, of course. You know, the car was for me it was amazing, and I've been getting used to the, you know, the Volvo itself, and it's obviously been a little bit more lively than he would like in regards to the rear. It's a bit slippery, so um, he sort of has sort of, um, slowly got used to it, but. Obviously, when the car is amazing too, it's, um, it it had hides a lot of it. So he himself's got to find a little bit more. But he's you know he's stoked, and the team's stoked, and I'm stoked that he's you know right up there next to me. What does it mean with the data that you're seeing from Moff compared to the data you saw from David and from uh, Frenchie and of course Robert before that? Yeah, look, you know. Um, Moffs, you know, we know he's a race winner and, and he's capable of doing that. Um, you know, not saying the guy, other guys weren't, but it's been a um, long, hard road with them getting used to the cars and something different to what those other guys weren't used to. Um, now with, you know, Moff, he's obviously getting used to it, but he's found a way to get used to it a lot quicker. Um, and he's, yeah, I've, I've definitely <clears throat> picked up a few things from him. And um, you know, just on the weekend there, he was a little bit faster than me at Lukey Heights um, and at Phillip Island, the last corner. So I just I just had to change my lineup a bit there, and it worked for me. So um yeah, pick time up and that, but you know we'll slowly get closer and closer, and it's going to work out even more. So um, at other tracks too, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Now Perth is an interesting track because uh, you go from high grip hard tyres to no grip soft tyres. Yeah, exactly. Look, I think um, you know in 2014 it served us pretty well the uh, the you know the track and at, at Barbagallo there and. Um, I think it's going to be a, a pretty awesome, well, you know, awesome race to get back there. I always like going back to Perth, even though it's a four-hour, five-hour flight away. So um, it's one of those things that I think, yeah, we'll, we'll soon see if our car's good enough and, um, yeah, if we're really uh, going to be a competitive and consistent challenger. Mm. Now, everyone at the uh, Pro-Am Rensport event was, they were pretty disappointed that they saw that you weren't teaming up with your old mate there, Stephen Grove, after the success you had at Bathurst. Uh, what happened there? Uh, look, it was just um, we've got a couple of things that are coming up at the moment. I'm still not sure whether what's going on um, with 
apparently I might be going to Volvo over in Sweden. There's some details going on, but it's mainly Gary. It's up to Gary whether I'm going or not. So I'll go over with him and we'll um, we'll do things. And I'm not really sure exactly what they are, but um, yeah, he's got it all planned. He's what he's like. What you know, like. Obviously, you've got to play a straight bat, but every time I've spoken to you, you said, I always want to stay with Gary, and that's my plan. So when you know there's so much speculation, so many people uh, saying about this option and that option, do you do you cringe? Do you, what's, your, what's your take on the whole situation with your contract? Yeah, look, uh, it's, you know, I've always expected it. Um, even when I was on under contract last year, it was sort of coming up as well, and... Um, I mean, yeah, you just got to expect it, and this is the game, and if you can't put up with it, you shouldn't be in it. So it's um, one of those things where I've just put my head down. Once I put my helmet on, I'm no dramas. But it's, um, yeah, it's. I mean, it probably makes things a little bit uncomfortable, obviously, in the team. Like, the boys have been fantastic, but, you know, they want to know what I'm doing, and honestly, I don't really know what I'm doing yet. So, um, like I said, it's. I've said to other reporters, you know, it, it has to be, you know, a, a pretty perfect opportunity and a deal for me to really leave GRM. I feel like we've got a really good car and now with Moff coming on board it's been a fantastic addition to the team so um, just to move us forward overall I think um, you know they're in leaps and bounds and you know I've got to you know do what's right for my career as well but also you know understand that you know there's um, you know there's commercial gains out of you know staying with Gary and and Volvo and you know a brand that's been loyal to me. Mm. And of course whilst you're so focused on V8 supercar racing, that's not the only type of racing in the world. Do you have other ambitions? Oh, look, I'd love to, um, you know, potentially, I'd love to go to America and or, or an endurance series type thing. Um, obviously, America being, um, you know, NASCAR, or um, yeah, and then you've got all the American Le Mans or Le Mans World Endurance Championship going on over there. So, um, yeah, look, I'd, I'd like to try different things, but... To be honest, my heart and soul is V8 supercars, and I, I would love to keep that as my primary. But uh, over you know different times, I'd love to try different different forms of racing, like very similar to what Shane does, um, Shane Van Gisbergen. But it's more of a case of just I need to work out my um, where you know I've got to you know make sure I put my best foot forward for whatever contract um, and whoever team I'm with at the time. And I guess the thing is balancing. For Shane, he needs to be in a car. That's his nature. You have Jamie Winkup, a six-time champion, that goes, Fiat Supercars is more than enough races for me in a year. Yeah, look, I, I, um, oh, I mean, I, we're away all the time now. I mean, we're racing nearly every two weeks now, and I, I really like racing all the time. It's great. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a tough gig because I think at the end of the day... Um, you know, we, yeah, now we race a lot, um, but you know, I'd love to. I'd, I really just want to go and try and race on the different tracks, like in Le Mans or Nurburgring or um, Daytona or something like that. I'd just love to go and try them and um, and yeah, see what they're all about. Great thing is, you're a young man with it all in front of you. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> in all seriousness, though, um, on the other side of the coin. It's been fascinating, at least for me, to see that all these people are lining up to jump into the seat that you haven't even said you don't want to sit in. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was reading a couple of articles today, actually, about all that. And, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty funny how, obviously, you know, people start talking about the silly season and if I leave, who's going to fill that seat? And apparently I'm the key to the puzzle and stuff, which is, <laughs> I think, 
is not right, but um, it's one of those things where obviously, you know, the people got to get organised and, and teams got to get organised just in case this stuff happened too. So, but I, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's it's a it's a weird thing, silly season. Um, unfortunately, this year I'm a part of it. <laughs> and how much, like over the last two weeks, how much have you seen written about you that's actually true? Uh, at this point in time, zero. <laughs> <laughs> So apart from the Gary Rogers stuff, so it's um yeah, it's pretty funny. Well, a test and uh, heading off to Perth. What is the team's goals? What have you got? What tricks are you going to be throwing at the car to uh, make it even faster and and I guess even more consistent because that's what this game's all about. Yeah, of course. I think it's more of a case of we're just gonna you know our whole you know psychological thing this year. We've just focused race by race and, and um, not gone crazy with the setup, just gone along our own um, our own path and not worried about the times that are currently on the leaderboard and you know and then when qualifying comes around take the fuel out of it and see how it goes. Um, and that's worked really well for us. So I think um, it's a matter of just, you know, just sticking to what we know, not worrying about the points and if we come to the end of December and we're there or thereabouts, um, you know, Hopefully it's good. That's all we have time for. We did that interview last week with Scott before the announcement he'd be racing this weekend in Scandinavian Touring Car Championship, taking an opportunity to do some racing overseas like Shane Van Gisbergen did last weekend, where he won in the McLaren the first round of the Blank Payne series. Until next week, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.